The man who's in charge of operations inside uh, the Northern Territory Airport. Joining us on the line, NT Airport's Executive General Manager of Operations, Peter Pallett. Good morning to you, Peter. Good morning, Katie. It's uh, another interesting day. It, it is, yes. And I know that, uh, that the Dan situation isn't in uh, your your area, so we'll, we'll stick to the airport and stick to uh, the situation that's unfolding, obviously, with Sydney and the Northern Beaches hotspot. Uh, what does that mean for you guys? Well, look, we've, I've got to say we've, we've been preparing uh, and getting our systems better and better over the last several months working with our airline partners and working with Department of Health Uh, and one of the things that we've been able to do is to smooth out the arrivals of the aircraft working with the airlines which means we don't whilst we're ramping up for a very busy Christmas um, we're spreading it out over the day um, and that's worked really quite nicely for us now um, with this emerging issue coming out of the northern beaches so lots of people Less yeah. crowds, which yeah. is the message. Yeah. Peter, uh, were we due to have flights, uh, or I'm assuming we are still due to have flights arriving from Sydney today. What's the process in terms of, uh, of you know, making sure that those who've come from the northern beaches go into quarantine? So the, the process is, is pretty much going back to what we were doing just two or three days ago, um, where all of the passengers will go through a screening process by Department of Health, the lovely people up there, um, and then they'll flow through. Those who've been in the hotspots will be dealt with, I assume, um, as per usual. But the important thing for those of us who are expecting people up from down south, please make sure they fill out their uh, electronic border pass. That'll make life so much easier uh, and help get them through the system much quicker. Peter, how many flights have we got arriving uh, from Sydney today? So there's only three today. Yeah. Um, and as we build up, Monday is our busiest day. Mm-hmm. We've got 44 flights in total uh, on Monday, about 2,500 people flowing through the, through the terminal on Monday. Uh, and we'll, I guess we'll, like everybody else, wait and see how things pan out. Yeah, and, and Peter, how does that compare sort of capacity-wise to, to what a normal Christmas it would be? So we were running at about 70% of what we were we were doing last year. Um, and if you remember, there were sort of peaks and troughs through the day. Um, we were really crowded one moment and, uh, and empty the next. We're actually much better off this year where they're staggered pretty much at, at 45-minute intervals through the day, which mm-hmm. is making life really comfortable for us. And has that sort of been a, a real, um, you know, a real kind of uh, policy setting by, uh, by the NT airports and also by the airlines to make sure that those flights are, are better sort of separated time-wise? Yeah, it, it really is. It's a it's structural change to the way that we operate uh, and it has been with the, the fabulous cooperation of all of the airline partners um, as we try and make sure that people are as safe as they possibly can be as they travel around the country. And Peter, I know some might think it's a, a little bit of a trivial question to ask, but uh, but I'm sure there'll be uh, people wondering whether the, the cafes and the food outlets and things are opened at the airport as well, if they're maybe, you know, rushing to get to the airport after work and, and to get onto yep. a flight, whether they're going to be able to eat beforehand? Yes, certainly. All of the... Um, well, sorry... Most of the shops are now open. Uh, we opened another two in the last two weeks, so you can get a, 
something to eat and drink before you before you depart uh, and whilst you're waiting for somebody certainly those those facilities are available um, and again for I guess our advice is please just be understanding of the processes and you know just make sure that you're kind to each other as you go through and peter how does uh, how do things change on uh, on christmas eve when you're waiting for santa to arrive do the flights do other flights have to be diverted oh uh, look we we make sure that santa's got a, a really clear run at the uh, at the airport we've made sure that he's got his own bay um, we'll make sure there's carrots and mangoes and all of the things that those reindeer will really love to have uh, so he can get about uh, his duties here in Darwin and hopefully the, the, the thunderstorms stay away that night and uh, so he doesn't have to dodge that lightning. Oh, I reckon you might want to have a nice uh, cold beer there for him as well just in case there's lightning around to calm his nerves a little. Yeah, look, I, I'm not sure whether he's, he's, he's a beer man or a luxa man so it'll be interesting. <laughs> I'm sure you'll have it all prepared, Peter. And I know that all the kids listening this morning will be so very pleased to hear that. We'll be doing our best. We'll be out there getting things ready so that uh, it's a smooth arrival into Darwin on Christmas Eve. Good on you, Peter. Thank you so very much for your time this morning. Have a lovely Christmas. Katie, the same to you and all of your listeners. Thank Thank you. That is the General Manager there of Operations, Peter Pallett, at uh, the Northern Territory Airport. And uh, I tell you what, lucky everything is nice and organised for Santa's arrival on Christmas Eve. They make sure that they divert the other planes so that there's, uh, you know, that things are nice and smooth for him and his reindeer, which I know all the kids listening this morning are going to be really pleased to hear.